Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. What season are we in now? Oh, be seated, be seated, sit down, sit down. What season are we in now? We, this is the season of what? Christmas. Christ must. That's what it's about. We are in Christmas season. Now, let's, let's not follow the habit or the world system changing Christmas to a festive season. Listen, it's Christmas. No, no. I said it's Christmas. It's not a festive season. It's Christmas. Somebody will say, well, yeah. Jesus wasn't born 25th of December. Yeah, everybody knows that. I mean, with the present internet, everybody knows that Jesus was not born on the 25th of December. But you see, change, change is good. Amen. It's good for us to have a change. You see, the Romans, when they, what do you call it? The king became a Christian. The Romans had a, a day that they worship their gods. And it was a powerful day. I mean, it was something that you couldn't stop them from doing. So what he did was, he changed their worship into the Christmas day. So they can worship Christ on that day. I think the guy is really smart. But then you have the world now telling you that, oh no, he wasn't born on the 25th of December, so if you worship on that day, or if you, you know, think on that day, it means that you are worshiping their gods. You don't even know what their gods were, let alone to be worshiping them. That is rubbish. You know something? Just think about it. Because of that change, the ungodly knows, even knows the name of Christ. Amen. The one, the idol worshippers, my father was one, knows the name of Christ. Why? Because of Christmas. It's really cute. The guy was really smart. So, um, you know, this season is a season of Christmas. It's not a festive season. And don't let anybody, uh, you know, take that away from you. You ought to be proud of celebrating Christmas. Amen. 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 You ought to be proud of celebrating this special day. It represents the birth 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. By the way, just in case you've forgotten, I don't really have the, the correct birthday. Doesn't mean that I wasn't born. I was born, right? But I don't have the correct birthday. The 18th of July is not a Thursday. I was born on a Thursday according to my name. I don't think they got that wrong. But the 18th of July, the year that I was born, I'm not going to tell you that year, of course you know. It's not a Thursday, so something's quite, not quite right on my birthday. And then when I was coming here too, I did a little bit of adjustment. Don't tell anybody. So, so then, I was still born, right? And I'm still here. Well, the same thing to, about Jesus. We might not know his exact birthday, but he lived. Amen. 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 But, <laughs> Amen. He lived. I said he lived. Amen. And the purpose of his coming has been done, has been fulfilled. And it's still going on today. I, I get excited. I get excited about Jesus. I get excited about the differences that we have. Some people are Christians, but they don't want to celebrate a Christmas day. Confuse.com. Confused. What's wrong with celebrating Christmas? Now, only do not allow the um, what's the word? The um, you know how they have now turned this Christmas day into um. It's a festive season, and it's all, uh, don't allow the commercial side, that's, what, that's the word, the commercial side that they have added it to, the Christmas, then it, that is now what you give. I remember years ago, this is years ago, when it came to Christmas, my wife wants to buy a present for everybody that gave us a present. I said, well, you know, that's really, it's not necessary. Somebody gives you a present, you don't have to give them one. Else let them keep yours and you keep yours. <laughs> but they, they, they've, they've turned, don't, don't be sidetracked. Are you with me? They've commer commercialized the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ into a big industry to make funds. But you need to be focused on the real reason. Amen? You need to be focused on the real reason. So, with all that being said, and Stephen's not here today, if you may notice. <laughs> we'll ask Will to read for us Matthew chapter 1, 18 through 23. Matthew chapter 1, 
18 through 23. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being just a man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Amen. Praise the Lord. I was saying, don't be sidetracked of the purpose of this season. Jesus came to save his people. It says that he will be born and you shall name him what? Emmanuel. What does Emmanuel mean? God, God with us. Today, I want to encourage you that God is with you. The God of the Hebrews, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, came down, took upon himself the human flesh. He, from his heavenly abode, came down. The Bible says he humbled himself and took upon himself the form of the flesh. And God came to be with his people. Now, if you don't understand this, if you don't embrace this, you will never be able to walk closely with God. You see, the world and all religion are looking for their God. Are you with me? I nearly became a Muslim and I, I would have gone to Mecca. It goes look for their gods there. 
My father was an idol worshiper. They go to the Volta region. There's a place called Krachi. The mountain you have to climb. And it's a very narrow road. It's life and death. They go seeking for their gods. But you as a believer. To God be the glory. Now you as a believer. I was just testing you. You as a believer, you do not need to go somewhere. You don't even need to go to church to look for your God. Your God came in the form of man. And he came to be with you. Emmanuel, God with us. He has made his dwelling place in you. He has made through the uh, through, through, through the born again experience. Jesus that was born in that little uh, 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 manger. He came and, and through the uh, new birth has made his dwelling on the inside of you. When you are walking, I don't know why you should be afraid. God. I don't know why you should be afraid. The angel said to uh, Mary, says, do not be afraid. Or the wise man, when he told them, he says, don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. I brought you good news. Amen. The good news is he has been born. Amen. The one that the, the, the Jews has been expecting. That one has been born. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be afraid. Amen. Now Christians, and I, I, I keep saying this, and, and I, listen, listen, do not be afraid. You have God on the inside of you. Amen. You have God on the inside of you. When the Bible says that you shall call him Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Do you know that God does not lie? When he says God is with you, it truly, truly, truly is. That God is with you. God, God. Why are you so fretful? Why are you afraid? Listen. You will have challenges in life. Demons are real. Witches are real. Forces of the Bible teaches us that. But what the Bible also teaches us is God has given you authority and power over all their works. Amen. I don't know. But you know, as I study this, uh, these scriptures, uh, that, that, that you know, when he was when 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 the angel appeared to Mary and said that you're going to conceive, you're going to have a child, and all, when you study it carefully, you see the the challenges that Mary and Joseph has to face. First of all, Joseph has to face. The people, the people 
you have not, you've not, you've not, you're not yet married. You've never slept with this woman. So how come this woman is now pregnant? Tell me now. Joseph, come on, tell me. What's going on? Joseph has to face that. But you see, in that midst, you need to trust God. In that midst, God makes a way. God makes a way. He sends the angel. And the angel speaks to Joseph. And that issue is settled. I have a God who never fails. I have a God. He never fails in every realm, in every situation. No matter what, God will not fail. He will never fail you. He will never fail you. Only he requires your faith. Only he requires you to trust him. God is with us. Also, God is for us. He's not only with us as he's dwelling in us. He's also for us. And if he's for you, who can be against you? He who did not spare his son, how much more with him also freely give us all things that pertain to life and godliness. If God is for you, who can be against you? We know the scripture. We quote it. We read it. But we struggle to live it. If God, if Jehovah God is for you, and it would not make any sense if he came to be with us, and he's not for us. Are you with me? If he came to be with us, and he is not for us, then it means that he, 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 we are exposed for destruction. Like I always say, if this God I serve cannot protect me, let me stop worshiping him. It's not, he's not worthy to be worshipped if he cannot protect you. There's no way. You know, there is no way. There is, ne there is it's never going to happen that God will disappoint those that will put their trust in him. It's never going to happen. You see, you see, when, when it happens, it means that he ceased to be God. It means that he has not honored his word. But he has put his word above his name. Amen. His word is reliable. Hallelujah. I have tested. And his word is proven. Amen. God is for us. And if he is for you, who can be against you? Listen to Psalm 91. Can, can you read for me from verse 2, please? God is for us. God is with us. God is for us. 
Psalm 91. Verse 2. Verse 2. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. Amen. Thank you. Can you carry on from two, please? Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous of... It's a long reading, actually. It's up to 16. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. He shall he sh cover you with his what? His wings. Feathers. His truth shall be your shield and buckle. Oh, hold on now. Kule, take it easy. The Lord is for us. If he is for you, he is able to wrap a covering over you. He will cover you. Do you know what? I even said that wrong. He is able, not that he is able, but he will. And he has. See, it, let's get it right. Our protection is not something that you go into, you know when you're traveling, you go into that screen machine, and then you go in it, and then it shuts, and then they screen you, and then you, it opens and you come out. That's not how God, uh, uh, our protection with God is. It's not put on and taken off. If you're a child of God, you are protected. Amen. You are protected. It's not when you face situation before you start praying. When you get up in the morning and you, you, you have your, your, your devotion, you have your communion with God, and, and you step out, you know, it, it's, it's good for you to be, you know, talking to God and, and connecting with God, but that does, it, 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 it's not a place to start praying when you're facing a situation. See, see, listen, look at it, parents and your child. Okay? If your child didn't do something you wanted him to do or wanted her or him to do, does it mean he's no longer your child? Does it mean that, uh, you know, anything that you've given to, the to, to, to him or her is now taken away? He's still your child. You still love him. You still protect him. Whatever you've given to him is still his. Are you with me? That's how you ought to see your God. It's, it has nothing to do with what we do. It has everything to do with what he has already done. Now that's no a, a ticket for you to be lazy and do nothing. But this is the confidence that we have in him. The assurance. The assurance that when you are walking, you know the greater one is on the inside of you. Amen. And you see, he may tell you to turn left 
and you'll be stubborn or neglect that turning and you go and face a situation, that does not mean that he has taken his hands of you. He's still with you. And you, in that situation, he will what? Deliver you. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. Glory to God. What did he say? Listen, do not be I'm on the mic, but praise the Lord. Whatever your situation, do, you shall not be afraid for a terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day. Can you imagine that you are so, so, so bold in your God, confident in your God, that you don't care what happens? That's where I am now. I couldn't give a toss what happens. See, my victory is already being secured. Are you with me? You see, <laughs> our victory is, is not like, you know, um, Leicester were, were playing um, Chelsea, um, Man City yesterday. Leicester beat Man City 4-1. Yeah. And 4-2, uh, actually. But it got to a stage that the City was pushing and pushing, and they, were, they could easily draw. But you see, our victory is not based on whether we are, we are able to defend or not. We can defend ourselves. Hallelujah. You see, we have somebody that defends us. That is why God is for us. Amen. Amen. Nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you don't know this psalm, you need to learn it. You need to learn it. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it will not come near you. Listen, listen. It did not promise you that nothing is going to happen. You too. Make up your mind. Praise the Lord. The Bible does not promise us that we are never going to f encounter problems. A thousand shall fall at thy side. Ten, you know, a thousand is thousands issues of life, whether it be family, whether it will be jobs, whether, what, you know, whether it be children, whatever. You know, whatever that you may face in life, it may, it may multiply to be 10,000 times 10,000 times 10,000 10, whatever it may be. You need to have the assurance that it will not harm you. 
Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Amen. 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 God, God is for us. Amen. You see, that's what the psalmist is saying. God is for you, and therefore no pledge will come nigh thy dwelling. He will, because, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. Amen, amen. This is this is the difference. You see, the difference is those that know their God. What does the Bible say? They will do what exploit. And you see, if you know God then you are not going to be fearful. He said, because you have made the Lord who is your refuge. Even, because you have made the Lord who is my, your, my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. If you make God To be the one that you rely, depend on. If you make God the head of your life. If you make live real as someone that has given his life to Christ. See, if you've given your life to Christ, then you don't owe your life. He owns it. And he is more than able, and he will direct you. His plan for your life is what? To do you harm. Oh, you sure? His plan for your life is to do you good and not evil. Amen. But to do you good, there are obstacles. That there are obstacles. No evil shall befall you. Nor shall any plague come near you, your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In Amen. Amen. You remember the story of Joseph? Don't be afraid. The angel of the Lord will direct you. He will show you where to go. He will tell you that Pharaoh, don't go back to Pharaoh. Because if you go and tell him, the Christ is born, he has a second eye agenda. He will give his angel charge over you to keep you in all your ways. One thing that you ought to be fully persuaded of, the angel charge over you will not necessarily be taking you out of problems. But the angel will guide you through the problems. The angel will guide you through the problems. And there is no such life as problem-free life. There isn't any. There is no such life as problem-free the most blessed person on this planet earth was Jesus. His problem was 
bigger than everyone else. So there, you know, he says, what they have done to me, they will do it to you. I mean, you look at Peter and Paul. How blessed they were. God used them mightily. They had bigger problems. Abby? Yes. How, why do you want problem-free life? The day problems of life cease in your life is the day you cease to exist. That may be hard, but that's truth. Do you know what? It's enough to have life. It's enough to have life. It's enough to be born again. It's enough to know Christ. It's enough to have the privilege of calling upon the name of Jesus. It's enough. It's enough. So rejoice. Rejoice. Time wouldn't allow me to talk about Ruth. The Moabites. How? There was, there's something about Ruth. You know, when his mother-in-law told them, listen, I'm done. All my children are gone. Kaput. I'm too old to have another child for you to wait for till the child is old for you to get married to. So I love you enough to release you. Go get married somewhere. I love you enough to release you. Amen. Naomi did that. But the other in law, what's her name? I can't remember now. But she eventually, with some persuasion, went away. But Ruth. See, Covenant should not be broken. No matter what. God covenant with Abraham will never be broken. His covenant with David will never be broken. If you make covenant with someone, it should not be broken. Likewise, marriage is a covenant should not be broken. But you see, Ruth refused to break her covenant with Naomi. Ruth was willing to sacrifice getting into another relationship, getting married again. She, was, she, she refused that, she sacrificed that to maintain the covenant that he has made with Naomi. She said, your family is my family. Where you dwell is where I will dwell. Ruth was making that vow to Naomi, knowing very sure that there isn't a marriage in future for her. 
with Naomi. I'm talking about life situations that we go through. Amen. I'm talking about life situations that we go through. Some of us, we give up too easy. Are you with me? Some of us, we give up too easy. We should not give up too easy. If you make a vow, if you make a commitment, whatever that you have with God, don't easily walk away from it. You may face a challenge. When you're facing that challenge, remember, Emmanuel, God is with us. When you're facing a, a challenge, remember, God is for us. This year coming, 2017, I want you to be brainwashed. Be brainwashed that God is with you and for you. Be brainwashed that God is with you and he's for you. Remember, Ruth, how her life ended up. Somebody who was an outsider, she was an outsider, came in the lineage of Christ because she refused to break a covenant. Amen. She refused to break a covenant. Church, hold on to the promise. Do you know words are powerful? Words are powerful. Let me tell you something. I don't go on very much with people that say one thing and don't do it. I don't befriend them too much. You are only as good as your word. You are only as good as your word. Words are powerful. So when you make a covenant... When you make a promise, when you make a vow, make sure you honor it. One of the psalms says, Thou who make a vow at his head and changeth not. When you give your word, remember Ruth, because she had given her word, she refused to change it. When even she has been released, from that covenant. God looked at that. 
and put her in the lineage of Christ. That her name will never be blotted out on this land because it's in the Bible. Let's bow down our heads in prayer. I want you to really take on. God is with us. And God is for us. What is it that is making you fearful in stepping out? I pray in the name of Jesus today that your vision will be clearer with your relationship with God. That God is with you. He is with you. And he is for you. Whatever that is causing you to be fearful, I want you to pray. And I want you to re release that fear to the God right now. Release it to God. Release that fear to God right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Well, maybe you have no fear. Then pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless you, Father. Lord, we only know one Savior, and that is Jesus. And we only know one way to him, and that is through faith. Thank you, Lord. May you abide with us in all that we do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.